0: Hello, and thanks for joining the Legal Tech Talent Network podcast. My name is David Netzer, and I recently spoke with Don Hudgens and Beth Ann Stuby from the International Legal Technology Association. Well, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us this morning. I'm here with a couple of the ladies from Delta today, and we're going to discuss, among other things, the successes that they had at their recent conference in Vegas. So... um, I guess we'll start with Ann Stube. She's the Director of Publications and Press for the International Legal Technology Association. And if you'd like to introduce yourself as well as Dawn and, and then we'll get started.
1: Sure, thank you David. Thank you first so much for having both of us. I'm Bethann Stube. I am the Director of Publications and Press for ILTA and we've just gotten back from our first ever hybrid ILTACon. We're super excited. So let me take just two seconds to introduce Dawn Hudgens. She is our VP of Service Delivery. Dawn handles everything really on our meeting side from start to completion. And IltaCon really is one of the obviously the premier events in legal technology. Dawn will be able to speak to us very specifically about how the event went, lessons learned, and what's coming up for Ilta in the future. So Dawn, wanna say hi?
2: Sure, hi. And thanks for having me, David. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for joining us.
0: So. I've got a few questions for you. Just want to kind of follow up on some of the successes that you had at the the recent conference. Um, first, if you could kind of tell us some of the main challenges, maybe unexpected challenges, uh, as well as successes that you encountered running a uh, a virtual event.
2: Wow, that is a loaded question. <laughs> um, challenges. I want to say almost every challenge was unexpected. Um, you know, we started planning this event. Uh, we start planning this event a year in advance. So pretty much we take a week off after we get back from ILTACON and then the planning process starts all over again. And so when we first started planning, of course, we were quite confident that um, all this COVID stuff will be over by then, or at least we were hopeful, very hope. hopeful. And um, so we, we planned the conference and then we realized, you know what, that's not going to be happening. So we need to to plan this more scalable. And that was a really wise decision because as we have looked over the last few months, uh, the, the numbers have ebbed and flowed depending upon holidays and, and, and varying things. And so we were able to, we set a baseline as to knowing this, is, this had to happen um, when it came to certain um, health protocols, um, as to the educational content, As to the hybridness, because we knew based on our travel surveys uh, with a lot of the firms that there were still going to be a lot of firms who were not ready to make that decision to allow their staff to travel just yet. So um, we took all of these things into consideration and really dove in deep to make sure uh, whether it was food or whether it was how you were sitting in your session or how you were consuming the content, that we had really checked all the boxes and i feel whether this is accurate or not i feel that we did as good a job as could have been done based on the circumstances um we had a lot of success um with how things went on site um everything from our our socials maintaining social distancing people maintaining their mask wear um our our um, exhibit hall was strategically set up um to where there was a 10 by 10 foot booth between each of our um uh, exhibitors this was an on-purpose setup to allow them for mo- more social distancing uh so if, from a visual standpoint it looked a little odd right? Uh, right because it looked like oh my goodness every other booth is empty and it was on purpose so that um so that you could sp- spread out a little bit more and have a conversation not feel like you're right on top of someone. Um, our aisles were, were wider. We, we had food in the exhibit hall, which we've not really done before from a, a lunchtime standpoint. That was great. We will be keeping that going forward. The types of lunches that we provided um, allowed people to be able to pick them up and, and go sit down and have a meal with, without, you know, like a buffet line. You've there's always that airborne concern um, right. and so these were all packaged items so maybe not the best from our standpoint of really liking to have less throwaways and, and recyclables but um, from a safety standpoint definitely much better um, uh, than we've ever done before so that was a great success okay. from a hybrid standpoint we used a, a, a new tool called BoomSet, which obviously a lot of learning curves because it's different But it really worked out well and even has translation features. So whether you were sitting, you know, here, well, obviously depends on what your native language is. Um, No matter where you were sitting, you know, if you were sitting in Brazil, you could have taken in ILTACON in Portuguese. Um, Oh, well, if you're in Argentina, you can take it in in Spanish. So it was it was really great to be able to accommodate um, anyone in the Ilta community who wanted to uh, consume our education.
0: That's wonderful. It sounds like you, you had some, some obviously, some, some difficulties, but a lot of successes. What do you anticipate in terms of being able to apply some of the lessons you learned from this last conference to upcoming events and future conferences?
2: Sure. I think the biggest thing that we have learned um, is you really can't have a template anymore for how you put these events together. And we have to be agile Um, and ready to kind of take what what comes because I would say you know I'm at least expecting for the next couple of years that things will vary we we don't know it it could be that you know one month an event is perfectly ready to go in person and the next one we may have to look at a hybrid again Um, so until we're back up to all in person which I so look forward to that day um, we are we're ready for whatever the changes may be and um it was good though to see everybody in person. It was it was great to be able to have that energy and see smiling faces and that type of
0: thing. Well, that's great. Well, congratulations! I mean, with with all the challenges you had, and I know there were a lot, I mean, you, you you pulled off a great event, and um, you know the in person and the streaming portions were were both a big success. So kudos to you.
2: Thank you, thank you very much. We had a great, amazing team. Um, you want to talk about teamwork? Now that's something to see behind the scenes at Elta, uh, pulling off this uh, this event. They were team was absolutely fantastic.
0: Oh, I can imagine when I when I heard all of the safety and health protocols that that you had to put into the event, I, I just was thinking how exhausted all of you must have been leading up to and and during the event. But um, anyway, you, you all did a great job, and, and kind of wondering what. With, with respect to what you've learned throughout COVID, what permanent changes do you see to your education programs and the platforms you use to present those programs after, what, one and a half years of kind of forced virtual learning and, and of course, the, uh, the live streaming content that you've been using?
2: I, I would say when it comes to um, anything hybrid. I really don't want to use the term permanency. I think some of our events lend itself to um, to hybrid quite easily, and and we do love BoomSet and what it has offered, and and we're kind of leaning that if, if we go in that direction. Um, however, if it's an event that we can have fully in person, we want to do that because one of the you know the this magic, this magic magic dust, magic fairy dust, or whatever you want to call. Um, right. about Iltacon is the ability to network. And and although we're learning how to network virtually more, nothing takes place of that in-person opportunity to be able to run into somebody with a water cooler or, um, you know, at a social or just, you know, collaborating on um, a session that you've just sat through, you know, brainstorming about what you'd like to take away and what maybe someone else has experienced.
0: So, Right. Well, we, we all look forward to, uh, to getting back to, to normal, hopefully sooner rather than later. But as you mentioned, I guess we've just got to be ready for whatever may come and, and expect the unexpected for the time being.
2: That is exactly right.
0: <laughs> well, I've got one other question for you. Um, as far as the knowledge you've gained through uh, putting in the health safety protocols at this last event, um, can you, for, for people kind of on the fence about going to whether it's networking's webinars or or full fledged conferences that you may be planning to have in the near future, can you speak to some of the specific health and safety protocols you expect to keep or implement at some of the live upcoming events?
2: Well, I, I will say, just as I mentioned before, we will we will always judge. Um, where we are health-wise in the country before uh, moving forward with anything face-to-face. So um, if if situation calls for it, we will maintain mask wear. Um, we are going to keep a lot of the, um, the specialty cleaning aspects that we have to go through. Um, that seems to work very well. Uh, the biggest thing, I think, is what what you as an individual feel most comfortable with. So we have these mandates that come down from each state where we are having these events. Um, but you as an individual, you're coming in from somewhere else. You've got to feel comfortable. Um, so even let's, let's say there are no mask mandates. If you feel most comfortable wearing a mask because of, of your health and where you are, we want to accommodate that. Um, we want to make sure that people feel comfortable and are able to move about and experience the event as best as they can in their own uh, way because we all approach it from a different standpoint. We all have different health aspects. And so, and we've all all had different stories, right? Coming through this, not everyone's is the same and some are um, much harder stories than others. So uh, that is something that that we will maintain. We've heard people say, yep, going forward, I'm always going to wear a mask when I fly on an airplane. Um, I, I think people are, are more apt to social distance, at least for the foreseeable future. And I think we'll be, more apt to ask each other how they feel about us entering their personal space i think that's a big one we didn't used to do that at all right somebody just comes up and just slathers you with a hug and you weren't expecting it and and now we we have grown to say hey mind if i give you a hug and come into your your bubble i think those are things that we will see culturally going further for sure
1: we also had the we also had some fantastic bracelets on hand that were a red yellow and green, kind of like a stoplight, if you will. And they told people just as a quick visual cue, whether or not you were you know, ready to be approached, if you were cautious, or if you didn't want to be approached, things like that. They are health and safety features, if you will, for a conference, especially an in-person conference, because it allows someone to gauge how comfortable their audience is. Don, we had a lot of stuff like that specifically in the exhibit hall. And we had a lot of, you know, kind of very quick visual cues for people. We yeah. think we'll keep those moving forward. I
0: awesome. love that you did that because, you know, if, if, if a couple of people meet up and you're not sure if they're comfortable hugging you or, or shaking your hand, it, the, the thought of whether or not they're comfortable com- might be, you know, kind of running through your head and you might not really be able to focus on what you what you'd like to do is have a conversation. So I thought that was an awesome idea to have the wristbands. And I know a lot of people thought it was, was really cool and it was fun.
2: It was. Um, you know, the other thing I think it, it lends itself to, obviously we were looking at it from health and safety and, and those were provided to us by I manage, which was great, but we were looking at that from health and safety, but, you know, with our group, not everyone is comfortable just on a normal basis of people entering their space, or maybe they're comfortable with some people entering it, but not others. And it, it sparks communication right out of the gate. Something that you could talk about breaks down barriers, um, and so that helps speed the networking up a lot more, too, I believe.
0: That's a very good point. Didn't even think about the fact that some people don't, don't like to be hugged. <laughs> 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 well, listen, ladies, I appreciate your time. And um, if there's anything else you'd like to cover, we can certainly do this um, again sometime soon.
2: Excellent. You know, we have um, Legal Sex Summit coming up. Um, uh, that'll be in October we're actually leaving on wednesday to start planning for Iltacon 2022 so um we can even look at doing some updates throughout the year if you like as as we move closer really excited about that this year we're gonna be in the national harbor um ever in dc so that'll be fantastic awesome we're at, um, at doing a a new event this spring called the cxo summit which will really be targeted to upper level um c-suite individuals but also um, allowing them to bring in someone from their firms who is an up-and-comer who needs that networking opportunity and who needs um, a different type of, um, of education so that's something we're looking forward to so yeah we can stay Wonderful. and touch about all those
0: okay well great well i'll put some information on and links about those upcoming events and um, hopefully we'll we'll do another one of these when uh, we have some more information about other other events that are coming and just more details you'd like to share sure. Great. All right. Well, thank you both for your time this morning and have a great day. And um, thank you all for joining us. This is David Netzer from Legal Tech Talent Network signing off. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.